Word Radio On Demand, 96.1 FM and 900 AM WURD. Streaming live at wordradio.com. I have some lovely ladies to introduce you to right now. They are part of... A Raisin in the Sun. It is opening at Bristol Riverside Theater tonight, and it goes through February 18th. And I first want to introduce you to Patricia Floyd. She plays Lena Younger in A Raisin in the Sun, and she is joined by uh, Quadria Tongaro. If I messed that, if I messed that up, then help me out. Uh, she is. Could, Kadria Tangoro. She's the director of du- education and community engagement at the Bristol Riverside Theater. And they are both here to talk about the run of A Raisin in the Sun. So let's start with you, Patricia. You are playing Lena Younger. And uh, yeah. this is a play, a classic that has been around now for five plus decades, I believe even yeah. probably more than that. How do you I think bring- we celebrated the 60th. <laughs> Exactly. How do you bring a fresh approach to a play that has been around for so long and, of course, created by the late, great Lorraine Hansberry? Yeah, Um, I think. Well, first of all, it's like we're I feel like the the current state of affairs in, in this country is not a lot different than than it was when when Lorraine wrote this piece. So. I think just in, in, in bringing, you know, the contemporary experience to, to a timeless story, you know, and every, every cast is going to bring a different energy to it. So, you know, here we are and, and, you know, here we are, you know, 2024, and we may as well be in 1958 if Mm. uh, some had their way. So. I think it's very timely. It's a timeless piece. Um, I actually did it 30 years ago playing uh, Ruth. So it's it's a lot of fun to to uh, <laughs> only the roles change. Only right, roles. right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. Ruth yeah. is, of course, uh, the daughter, I believe, in the play. And actually, tell us what it's about, because even though people know the play, people may not remember the intricacies of the story. Well, you you have a family who has lost their patriarch. Um, before the curtain rises, we we've, we've lost Walter Younger Senior mm-hmm. has passed away, and he's left an insurance policy. And different members of the family have different ideas as to what needs to be done with this money. Mm. Uh, and of course, Mama, being Mama, is just trying to look after her her kids and and grandchildren and you know make the the best possible decision you know when it comes to this regarding their quality of life uh their mental health um their spiritual health and needless to say some people butt heads (laughs) <laughs> and, there, and there's nothing more timeless than that story. Kadria, tell us, uh, as the Director of Education and Community Engagement, you have some special nights coming up uh, with A Raisin in the Sun. Yes. So February 16th, we have our Black Theater Night. Um, and what this is, it's an infinity night. 
celebrating Black theater makers and the vibrant Black community in Bucks County and beyond, okay, to come and be in community and enjoy the play together. Of course, we're not going to leave you hungry. There's some light refreshments served before the show to have a good time starting off. And then afterwards, uh, Lisa Strum, who's the dynamic director of this show, along with the cast, is going to facilitate a talk back. We're going to have a talk back and be in community in conversation. Um, and we also have a leader of equity in um, of equity in regard to and thinking of also about just just different issues regarding housing and racism within in general and knowledgeable about this. Dr. Sharisa Gibson is going to come and also help us to think deeper as we engage in conversation. So, you know, if you want to think, you want to chat, you want to be in community, you know, have some nice refreshments. That's Black Theater Night on February 16th, 7 o'clock reception, 8 o'clock the show starts. That said, on that same night, we also have Black Professionals Night. Um, what that is, is offsite Black women-owned business um, at the business club. At 5.30, we have a dinner. We're going to have some giveaways, also highlighting different entrepreneurs, Black entrepreneurs um, with just different gifts that we're going to have. Those Black entrepreneurs are also going to be in our lobby at a pop-up shop. So you want to come get those cute earrings, get those things that you might only be able to get at Juneteenth, you know, like come through. We really want to <laughs> highlight and amplify entrepreneurship as we think deeply about this show. So 5.30, the business club, a dinner, um, you know, networking opportunities, come over to BRT around 7, 7.30, enjoy the show, 8 o'clock. And this is on February 16th. This is all on February 16th. And I do want to say for Black Professionals Night, it's a $56 ticket. That includes the dinner, also adult beverages, you know, and the ticket to the show, uh, along with along with the gratuity in that price point. So $56 is really a deal um, to come out and just have a great time uh, for that during Black Professionals Night. Patricia, let me ask you, because you're a theater veteran, do you enjoy doing these kinds of talkbacks? I noticed that these are increasingly becoming more of the offering, that there is additional content, I guess you would say, uh, aside from coming out to see a performance. Yeah, I personally love them. I know all actors don't necessarily feel comfortable with them. And, you know, after a show and and raisin is a is is a tour de force it is a marathon for any actor uh that's that's you know participating but i personally love them i personally love interacting with the community especially you know when when we have student shows um a i love what i do i still can't believe people actually pay me to do <laughs> all these years later it's like I, I i get to do what i was doing at eight you know in the backyard with the airbrush and um so so i i personally love love engaging i love talking about the process about the theater and you know in in most cases with most shows you know there's there's a, a bit of research that goes into it sure. so you know and educating you know, the public. It's it's interesting because being like the senior member of this cast, just some of the experiences that that I had growing up, you know, are not experiences necessarily that some of the younger members of the cast did. So to be able to to um you know give them 
the benefits of my experience uh, with this this sort of subject matter is mm-hmm. is I mean for me it's like fills my heart it really does. Kadria, what kind of a, a response are you seeing? And I understand that in uh, a lot of theaters now that are somewhat uh, struggling post-pandemic to bring in audiences and to engage particularly audiences of color, that these are the kinds of additional content offerings that uh, people or, or theater owners and managers are doing. What's your take on why this has become something that is now a part of the offering and, and and not just the play itself. Right. No, I mean, specifically to Black Theater Night and Black Professionals Night, this is not something that we just created. This is something that theaters across the country have been doing. Mm-hmm. And it's a radical way of really making sure that we integrate the theater, um, period. You know, um, part of it's not that Black folks don't have coins and want to spend money. You know, that's not people want to have a great time. People want to feel comfortable. People want to feel welcome. People want to hear more of their stories. Black people want to hear more of their stories, you know, and not just during Black History Month, you know. Um, so it it definitely has to take some innovative approaches. And when we think about community engagement, you know, when we think about um, a, the Black community specifically that hasn't always heard our stories on this stage at BRT. So how do we build that trust? And we don't we don't need to expect that that's going to happen overnight, but we can't just be about it saying we're going to do this, do that. We also have to take action. And some of that action um, means doing doing getting out of the theater, making sure you're on the ground, talking to the concerned pastors in Bristol, you know, going doing community outreach uh, with grassroots organizations, figuring out who are the leaders in the community, who are the activists in your community. You know, um, that means partnering with black owned businesses. That means, you know, do a pop up shop. You know, we're talking about entrepreneurship. We're going to have some food. Who are we selecting? You know, we think about it in a holistic approach to our community engagement. You know, we have a, a, a children's program called Amplifying Black Brilliance. Children who attend that program. All of their families, we don't just say buy at the end of the program. They get five free tickets to, throughout our main stage season to anyone in their family can come see it. So maybe there's not a theater goer who would come and see a show regularly. But you know what? Auntie gave me a ticket to go see this show and <laughs> they're inspired to continue to come and see theater just because of a holistic approach as we are thinking about our programming in regard to making sure we'll be inclusive in our practices. You know, uh, we- benefits because this is how you build your next generation of theater goers. Mm -hmm. Right. And and really also builds your next generation of theater performers because how many people come out, see a play, watch it and say they find some magic on the stage and determine that this is something that they want to do. So I think that that's an important thing to uh, emphasize as well. Definitely, definitely. It's not just a BRT thing. It is a struggle nationally. Um, but also we have to think, I think theaters just have to think about their approaches to community engagement in unique and innovative ways. From the music that we play in the lobby to the pictures that are on the wall, to doing a pop-up shop, to going off-site and doing something, you know, to making sure that we go, we are theaters located in Bristol Borough, but making sure that we go outside of the borough as well, because we're serving Bucks County and beyond, 
you know, um, as we think about this, you know, hopping over the water into Burlington right over here <laughs> across the way saying hello, you know, letting folks know we're here. You don't listen. We love you, Philly, but you don't always have to drive all the <laughs> way to Philly when you want to go see some great theater, you know. So, you know, um, just really being creative, innovative and listening to the community making sure that we take time to hear feedback from community leaders um, who reflect all different types of people and making sure that we hear specifically from the Black community. Who are those leaders? Who are those movers and shakers? Give us the feedback. We're ready to hear it. Right. You know, give us the feedback. Well, ladies, thank you so much for being with us on Reality Check today. Patricia Floyd, who plays Lena Younger in A Raisin in the Sun and could... Kadria Tangoro, the Director of Education and Community Engagement at Bristol Riverside Theater. We appreciate it. And Black Professionals Night is on February 16th. And A Raisin in the Sun goes through February 18th. Thank you so much, ladies, for being with us today. Sure, quickly. Um, So for Black Professionals Night, just put in the code BPN Raisin before you purchase the ticket to get that package. Thank you so much. We appreciate it, Tanya. Good to see you, Pat. Wonderful. Thank you both. You've been listening to Word Radio On Demand. Listen live at 96.1 FM, 900 AM, and online at wordradio.com. 